Hello, is my lovely co-host here. I am here. Well, this is the Cranky Cat Lady Society with Cynthia and me, Gigi Miller. And today we're going to talk about being childless by choice. Because we are. (laughs) Now, I actually have something I'd like to run past you real quick that I didn't do last episode. That's sort of apropos of nothing. But since you're a big tea lover and, you know, I like coffee, I wanted your opinion on this new Starbucks product. They have already launched it in Italy and they're going to roll it out here starting in California uh, sometime in the spring. And what it is, is they're going to do a line of tea, hot coffee and the foam like they use on cold brews that features olive oil in it. Now, olive oil. Yeah, coffee, tea, foam with about a tablespoonish of extra virgin olive oil. It's supposed to be because of the health benefits, but all I can think of is my stomach clenching and bad things happening. <laughs> I mean, it's, it sounds like a, a take on bulletproof coffee or bulletproof tea, which you would drink when you were doing like super keto. Um, things when you're doing high protein and low carbohydrate, you're, you're, well, people who believe in that lifestyle and I do because it actually worked for me when I stopped, that's when I gained all my weight back, but I digress. Um, that, I would do like a scoop of coconut oil, like a little bit, not the flavored one, the one I think the unfiltered or whatever, the virgin one that doesn't taste like coconut. Yes. Yeah. And that is like brain food. Like your brain needs that fat to process. And I have to say, like, it really lessens my fibromyalgia. When I was strict with it, it went grain and gluten free, Um, no corn, no wheat, no soy. And I was, you know, mid to high protein and almost no carbs, like very, very basic carbs. I lost a lot of weight and I felt good and my brain function was so much better. Um, so that's interesting. Um, I don't know that people would drink that on the regular, but for keto people and low carb people, I would say that's a big plus. I'm not sure about the olive oil point part. I would do more of like a, yeah, see, I could kind of be cream or MCT oil is a big one. Like you could get it in powder form, but yeah. Well, see, like when I have it, I only have, the only coffee I drink here comes my snobbery is Starbucks because I do like before the coffee purists get on me because oh it's burnt or it's too dark or it's I happen to like that flavor so that works for me like I don't get people who can drink Dunkin Don Dunkin Donuts or McDonald's coffee that just it's like ugh it's just intestinal problems in a cup and I know it's going to bother me. So like with ice cream, I want it to be what I want the best that, or what I think is best. But when I do get my, you could just jump right into drinking without trying it at home and going through those potty problems first. Exactly. (laughs) Your system is used to that type of uh, fat intake and your stomach and intestines already then you're fine but exactly and i'll have it on my way to a meeting i'm gonna drink this and probably not a good idea (laughs) i've got a two-hour drive with no stops this is gonna be great it's nothing bad is gonna happen no i mean go for it but i'm all for supporting people but uh yeah unless you got one of those astronaut diapers yeah (laughs) No. Oh, like that crazy woman that wore like a diaper five states away to go kill her husband's wife or her lover's wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, yeah. She went to kill no. his. He was an astronaut, too, and they fell in love, which actually asks the question, has anyone done it in space? You know somebody had to out of pure curiosity of nothing. I, I, I know they're like super trained professionals and they're scientists and heavy STEM people. But 
you can't tell me there weren't two people that at some point were attracted to each other and didn't take the opportunity to bang it out in space. Because <laughs> how many chances in life are you ever going to get to do that? I have such a visual in my... You can't, because I make literal 3D full-color movie reels in my brain when I'm told something. And now I have a visual of all kinds of sexy time juices shooting all over controls on the pod that they're in. Like, Well, oh, this is why Louise, you need... Lady. Why well, do you do this to me? You need space condoms, for sure. Oh, I mean, you, you really needed to think I mean, a little first bit ahead. You need to, like, tape up everything, like, Dexter style to just prevent <laughs> important control panels. Or maybe do it in the space bathroom, <laughs> which I think is already, like, engineered for the possibility of rogue fluid. <laughs> rogue fluid. <laughs> I mean, these guys spend six months to a year up there now you can't tell me that in six months to a year somebody isn't whacking it i just and think of all them poor unborn little babies who just died floating in space (laughs) i i just say that because as we're going to talk about childlessness i happen to be watching cnn on the little break that we took here And there is a judge in Texas who is Trump appointed, shocks of all shocks, who is trying to get the FDA's approval of the abortion pill revoked. So not only are they trying to take away or and they effectively have taken away abortion in many a state now they're trying to take the pill away which was at least available to everyone and available by mail and they're trying to get its fda approval yanked i don't know that that's really gonna fly but i never thought roe versus way would fall either so I, i don't know how good my barometer on this is but in the five minutes we were apart here i was watching and fuming at that story on cnn because i you know i realize there are people out there who want to have kids and you know good for them if they if that's their choice but there are those of us who have chosen or health-wise not had a choice who don't have kids didn't want kids but what would have happened if I mean I never could have conceived I was just physically unable and I didn't know that until after my hysterectomy But let me tell you, I was the queen of stacking up birth control. I was on the pill. Condoms were a must. Spermicide was a must. I mean, if there was birth control I could stack on top of each other somehow, (laughs) it was used because I didn't want to get pregnant. And I knew that and this was something, if it was someone I was having with, and this was something that I put down right away, I don't want kids, and these are the rules. You know, you're using this, and if you don't want to, then you're not getting any. So, yeah. and if anything does happen, I'm telling you here and now, this is my decision on it. And if you're not cool with that, that's okay, too. You're not getting anything. <laughs> And I never had a close call or anything because I couldn't conceive. But not knowing that, I didn't want to be put in the position of even having to worry about it. Yeah. But had I, at least in California, there was not a problem where I could have had the procedure if I wanted it. 
Now I just want a procedure that puts up big ass walls in restaurants so that I could go out to dinner and not hear screaming. <laughs> There's a restaurant that was just uh, I saw it on a news article where they actually are banning children in, under 10 years of age. There's one in New Jersey. Uh, it was just on the news the other night. They're banning kids entirely. Um, this one particular one, I don't remember what state it was in, but it was because children are just left to run up and down the aisles disturbing. It was like a fine dining fancy restaurant and they're just destroying things. And I think the kids broke like some like piece of art that was really expensive. And the parents are just like, yeah. So yeah. they're like, yeah, we're done. We're done with kids. Like no more. Like you go out and you, you drop in, especially now with the cost of food, like, you know, going out to dinner used to be under $50. Now it's like $85, $100 for two people for a decent meal. And you have kids running up and down, screeching, throwing things. Like, and, it, and exactly. I get there, there are certain instances where, you know, there may be autism involved or, or learning disabilities involved and things like of that nature. But at the same time, you feel bad, but then take the kids out of that environment so the other 300 people aren't disturbed, you know, that are there exactly. at the restaurant. I mean, I understand that there are certain times, like, if I go to a fast food place, not that we ever eat inside them, we next never eat fast food, but okay, there's going to be screaming kids. If you go to a TGI McFunsters type restaurant. You the, expect that, yeah. Exactly. So I'm the one who should just shut up and not complain because... Right. What did I expect? But if, if I go had to... a restaurant, you can't bitch. <laughs> you know, like exactly. Yeah. But if I'm going to, I'm going to use Ruth Chris because it's expensive and people know it. Yeah. As an example, and I'm paying a minimum of sixty dollars a plate. I don't want to hear your little hellion screaming at the top of its lungs or throwing food or whatever, and you won't take the time to parent or attempt anything because, well, you're out. And as a server who worked at a TGI McFunsters type place, I knew, okay, kids were part of the deal. Nope. You know, no complaints. I knew what I was getting into. But, I mean, there were times we literally had to tell people that you cannot let your child crawl on top of things. There was one kid who they got on a chair, put a booster seat on the chair, and then used that, they got up on it, and they were trying to get into the lobster tank. Oh, jeez. Now, the lobsters are banded. They're not going to hurt the kid, but the kid could hurt the lobsters. And uh, God forbid the kid had drowned. You yeah. know, it's the restaurant getting sued, not the stupid parents who weren't right. paying attention and let their kid go drown in the lobster tank. And, uh, oh, the, it just, it was infuriating. And even as, when I managed a doctor's office, we would have kids try to jump on these, I don't know, they're like 80s style generic reception chairs. And I'd have to say, please don't do that. I, you know, we don't want them to get hurt. And, I would ask the parent because, you know, you don't want to be the one disciplining the kid. Right. And the parent inevitably would get pissed off at me. Or our pre-screening area was a very large round table that was a magnetic lazy Susan. And I would go, there was four different machines and I would turn from machine to machine. And it was released by a floor pedal well the kids would try and jump up on the floor pedal and get onto the table it's like no they can't be on there a they're going to get hurt b that's very expensive equipment and people just didn't care i had a kid who licked this was the one time i was really 
not polite about it. This kid licked the front door, which was all glass, from, like, the doorknob down. Which, why your kid is licking doors is a whole other set of issues. But I handed the mother the Windex and the paper towels and said, please clean up after your child. And she started to complain. I'm like, no, this this is not negotiable. Please clean up after your child or we're done here. I was going to deny her her exam. And she did it. And we would ask people not to bring children with them. Because we had a very, very small office. We could only seat five people. And... The way the fire code was in California, we could only have as many people as we had seats for. We weren't allowed to have standing room because our office had the fire exit. So it had to, there had to be a clear line from Mm -hmm. door to door. Yeah. So people would think I was being a bitch, but really I'm like, it's California fire law. I can't do anything with that. But it's like, you know, we're in a Walmart. You could just go hang around the Walmart, which killed me because that's what they would go and do afterward. I would watch them do it. It's, yeah. You couldn't have just not fought me and just gone and walked to the Walmart. <laughs> but yeah, pe- some people with kids just make it so hard on the rest of us. Yeah, I, the entitlement is just, especially when you work with people who have kids, they, you know, well, I need this day off. Well, no, I asked for that off. So, you know, especially in systems where you have to put in your time off first, but then they have something with their kids, so they should get off. I'm like, no, I, I, well, you don't have kids, you get told. Well, okay, but my time is still valuable to me. I earned that time. I work for that time time is part of my compensation just like it's yours just because I didn't have kids doesn't mean that my time is any less valuable than your time yeah it doesn't mean you, you had six get kids a like it's not my off. problem right like and but, I would even work I'll be like okay you know I'll work Mother's Day I'll work Father's Day I'll work Christmas because I don't celebrate Christmas anyway but you know I understand that those are traditionally you know kid parent type days and I would work those for them, but you still didn't get thanks for that. And it just, you know, if you choose to not have children, you're, what's wrong with you? You're selfish. You know, why, what's, why, why would you not want children? Like, that's just, they, they bring it, you it, such joy. Mind baffling. You're going to change your mind and it's going to be too late. I think one of my most horrifying experiences with a woman literally screaming at me with spittle flying out of her mouth, yelling at me about why I don't want to have children. Uh, she was another manager that worked for Build-A-Bear and she came to help us out for whatever reason. I don't even know why she was there. She was just obnoxious. Um, she was pregnant and there was some sort of condition where I don't, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but the baby somehow, the fetus somehow like rested on her spinal cord in such a way oh. that she was paralyzed on one side of her face. Like she had a stroke so like one side of her face was completely like stroked out, drooped, like her lip was hanging down. She would have drool coming out of one side of her mouth. So oh. she's screaming at me. So just picture that face, like like just stroke just, face just, and drooling and spittle flying out. And she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? How could you not want children?" As like spittle shooting out of her mouth, and I'm like, "Well, that's example number one is sitting right in front of me. Like literally, your 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 face is ruined for." to just to have a kid and you already have three kids like what do you like no (laughs) like I was like well this just cements my decision but okay as you're hollering at me like she's prematurely gray she looked like she was 45 and she's only in her 30s like like her other kids are screaming like just like they they just age you and I get it if you want to be a parent and that's the only thing you want to do and you grew up wanting to be a parent it's all you've ever wanted that's great for you but I don't understand how and it's usually w- other women will attack you. Yeah, it's never men. No, men are just like, eh, all right, good. I don't want to do it anyway. So <laughs> for the most part, but I get to, well, you would be such a good mother. Oh, yeah, I did that my whole childhood. I raised my siblings. So it, yeah, exactly. I'm I can I've barely take care that. of myself, <laughs> let alone take care of another whole human being as a child. I mean, 
That's what I have my partner for. I get my husband to take I care of He's basically tell- a 52 year old child. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would tell people I've got cats. So I'm good. <laughs> exactly. I mean, little TJ, he probably hear if you hear noises in the background, he has this little spring. And we have those like vinyl floor things, like those look like wood boards, but they're not, I don't know, LPV, whatever they're called. So it's very echoey in this house. <laughs> and he likes to run up and down the hallway chasing his spring. <laughs> oh, speaking good. of kids, he's not breeding if he gets out because he's getting his little nad snip on March 7th. Oh. He will be six months old on March 4th. So sorry, little TJ, the little cojones are going to go bye-bye. <laughs> His little furry M and M's. You'll have to have a vasectomy party for, or yeah, you have to have a vasectomy party for him there. <laughs> or oh, actually, no, say. I guess that wouldn't be a vasectomy. That would be a castration. Okay, a, a castration party. Uh... <laughs> I know, I know, that was bad. <laughs> But no, people. It's women just attack other women. Like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you want to have kids? And like, complete strangers like feel completely okay with just ripping open your personal life and demanding that you discuss this with them. It just baffles my mind. Like, I'm sorry. Do you want to give me all your bank account information and uh, you know all your all your passwords and talk to me about like what you made for dinner and how do you make love to your husband? Like, no. Well, I don't want to talk about my personal sex life and choice of reproduction or not like what it just it's so weird to me it it is and it's like they always look miserable with the kids that they have and it's the ones that are more miserable that always are the ones that attack you i found yeah i i think it's just misery loves company it has to be because i have plenty of girlfriends who have children I absolutely adore them are my our godchildren with our one girlfriend they're they can be a handful because she has all boys so sometimes they get a little crazy um she is such a good parent and she's so sweet and so kind and so loving and she asked me one time she's like do you ever think about having kids and i'm like no blah blah, blah. and she's like oh that's cool and there was no like attacking and there was no like well what's wrong with you or do you want to talk about you'll change your mind like no she was just like oh right but it's always the people i respect that yeah absolutely there's always the people that are like miserable with their lives are constantly complaining about their kids on social media how tired they are how broke they are they can't go out they can't afford this like these kids are costing them everything like and then they're like why aren't you having kids i'm like you just kind of made your case. All I have to do is screenshot all your social media and read them back to you. (laughs) (laughs) I know someone who, you you know who he is, but you shall remain nameless, who got married and about a year in, they had a kid. They couldn't afford it, the, the first one. But I think it was a matter of she really wanted it and age was an issue because we were down to like the bottom of the egg uh, carton. (laughs) And so then on top of being, you know, like dirt poor to the point his house got foreclosed, they went and on purpose had a second one. And both of the, again, we were dealing with bottom of the barrel eggs because of age. And both of them are special needs. Both of them are, are on the um, autism spectrum. One is pretty high functioning, but the other one isn't. So it's like every day is a slog of miseries. Like, well, I love them, but, you know, I can't go out. They had to move to an area it's like at one point it was the poorest town in California uh, and the most crime ridden actually right yeah um and I know he loves the kids but at least when I was with him he was like never into having so I don't know how much of this was joint oh we want to have a baby we want or she was feeling the biological clock 
because yeah. she's older. Oh, this baby will save our relationship. No. It and won't. then that was definitely part of the second one. It won't. Like if if you're if you're taking care of a man child now or whatever partner you have, I don't care what sex that partner is, if that partner is basically just an adult child that you're taking care of like a child, adding another child to mix, you're just still gonna be a single mother to both of them. Like it's not it's right. not going to fix anything. It's not Ugh. And like, she's a non day fiance. We're like, we're gonna have another baby because maybe that'll bring us closer together. No, stop using your kids as your relationship fucking therapy fixes. Stop it. <laughs> All you're doing is making miserable kids who are gonna grow up to be miserable adults because you're gonna end up resentful of that kid, or the dad's gonna be. You're not got. I've had a co-worker who they had already she had been with this dude since high school they were both under 21 at this point and she worked uh with me in the dispensary portion of the i thing and he actually worked overnights at walmart and they had the one kid she found out he was cheating on her with someone else and her solution to that was to accidentally on purpose get pregnant and because again second baby is gonna bring him back it's like yeah, don't, don't do it don't i tried to talk her out of it and when she said she was well she didn't even say she was pregnant my empath abilities kicked in and i was getting morning sickness Mm -hmm. and i walked into the thing because there were three young women who worked there and i'm like all right which you is pregnant because i'm having your morning sickness and she turned like ashen white and it's like "Uh uh-huh it's like i told you this was a dumb idea it's like you really might want to consider you know ending this before you're under 21 with two kids that you can't take care of and a man child who's not with you anyway and she held a grudge for that and I can understand but they did end up getting married but within six months he left her for the woman he was cheating with and they're actually still married today but she was under 21 with the two kids totally doing it on her own because he didn't have any money to pay child support she eventually got into a relationship with like the first guy who she came across and she liked him. So what did she do? Take a guess and see if you can figure out what she did. Did she get pregnant? She got pregnant. Yes. Because it worked so well that last time. And uh, had the same outcome, and this dude, like, disappeared. At least baby daddy number one, once he got his act together, he he actually ended up with full-time physical custody of them. Uh, but, you know, not the same for baby daddy number two. I and, don't know if she has you know, any more Something kids. you're heading against the wall, aside from just being like, from viewing that from the outside in and just going, oh, why? Like, think of the trauma. You're, like, these people don't think of the the PTSD and trauma that they inflict on the children like that. You're raising them in a situation where you know you can't take care of them. You can't feed them. You can't clothe them. You can't get the medical. I'm not saying that you shouldn't ever have kids, but stop popping them out one after the other if you know you can't take care of them. <laughs> Why? Right. Why I mean, are you bringing I, I, children into the world if you can't even take care of yourself? I, I know there's never really a perfect time to have them. There's always going to be something. But like you said, there is a time where it's like, 
if you can't cover your own basic living expenses and the apartments that we lived in, she happened to live in the same complex that I did was like the best of the cheap rat hole apartments you saw uh, where I lived the one time you visited California um, when just Chris was there. We so, he actually never let us in. Oh, well, you saw the complex at least. Yeah, I saw the complex, yeah. And that place was like the best of the worst, if if that makes sense. And I just, she couldn't pay the rent and she was getting Section 8 housing, which um, meant her rent was under $700. And this is where the people were, like, I'm a firm believer in opening up more social programs and taking care of people. But this is where people who oppose that make people like me look bad because I'm like, yeah, we need to take care of people who can't afford to live, who can't afford to eat They're, You know, these are basic human rights that people should be able to live, not in, you know, horrendous poverty. And then are people like, well, here's this chick who keeps getting pregnant on purpose because she thinks it's going to keep the guy in her life. Now and people I, like that ruin it for people who truly do need the help and who need, you know, who love their children and whatever happened or, you know, it was an oops and that happens and they want to love that child and raise that child and, and they're not getting help because people are like, well, why should we help them? They're just getting knocked up just for fun. Like, <sighs> exactly. I mean, I do have to give her credit. She did always work 40 hours at a job from what I can see. She, from the little bit that I knew when we happened to run into each other once, you know, she never like went without a job or, was like the food stamp social program queen minus the fact that she was able to get section eight um but yeah it's like again if you can't take care of your own basic needs how do you i mean if you can't afford to take care of a pet you can't afford to take care of a kid and if you want it that bad well then you're gonna have to go work extra jobs or whatever but instead you know they're, they're the people that just breed and breed like you were talking about I, my brother married one of those people yeah she and I'm has... not saying if you don't have money you shouldn't have joy in your life like I know people are going to come at me for that I'm well, saying be responsible like just you know, don't take advantage of, of, of men by getting knocked up or your partner or whoever. I don't know. I guess there's really no good. There, there's, like there's, no, there's no blanket rule that can cover every single situation. There's people, you know, obviously there's there's incest and there's rapes and there's molestation and little girls are stuck giving birth because they don't have access to birth control. They're not being given access to sex education because of really backwards beliefs in whatever state or town they live in. And now they're or, bringing kids into the world that they can't afford. And that's not their fault. You yeah, know, like, like that poor 10-year-old recently who was on the news uh, who was impregnated by her father. So she was carrying her sister. Uh, God, what would it have been? It would have been her sister daughter mm -hmm. or her sister kid. Yeah. Um, and to be raped this, by her father and forced to give birth to it. Yeah, the state she lived in. Which, what does that do to her uterus? She'll never be able to have kids, even if she wanted to, ever again. I'm sure yeah, that so, destroyed her at, at she, 10. Yeah, she she luckily, uh, they were poor, of course. Um, she was able to go out of state to have an abortion. Someone did charitably help out. But yeah, still, I mean, imagine That's the That's good. Trauma. Maybe I'm thinking of a different... A different kind of a there unfortunately there are a lot of cases like that in the u.s guys so yeah yeah it's, it's hard to pin down there was one where a, a priest was repeatedly raping his adopted daughter for oh, a matter of nice. years from like 10 to 14 um she finally had the courage to report it he was kicked out of the congregation but then the congregation voted him back in because we need someone to lead us in, in the name of god and so basically they said that it's okay because he's 
he repented to God. So this poor girl living with the trauma of being raped by her father, but because That's... he's a man of God, it's okay. That sounds sort of like the Josh Duggar excuse where he molested some of his sisters. Mm-hmm. He was caught. Um, he was either caught in the uh, in the act or one of the sisters told. I don't remember which the story is. And instead of... I think, you know, they told a teacher or something because it became a public thing. Nope, the homeschool, they couldn't have. Well, somehow it came out publicly. And so they sent him to um, like a religious thing. And, you know, he was supposed to be healed that way and fixed. And he came back and, of course, he's molested them some more he's been arrested for child porn he was outed on the ashley madison hack i think that's how everything actually came to light was because of the ashley madison hack is how it became possible but it's like this guy has following the family married doesn't she keep having kids with him he's married again she keeps having kids with him and they have a bunch of girls why? Why would you do was, that? Because she was raised in the same fucked up oh. religion. There, there, yeah. and, and here she I go this losing us, uh, some listeners. But you know what? For this particular group, I'd rather not have you anyway. They're a member of. Uh, it's like the Quiverfuls, where the idea is is that they need as many quote-unquote soldiers for God. So you have to have as many kids as you can. That's why they have so many. So that, you know, it's like God's army on earth. So if the, uh, what do they call it? The, when, the revelations, uh, when Jesus comes back, the resurrection. The rapture rapture yeah when that yeah. happens you know there'll be all these good people to i guess help fight the bad people or they're all gonna go up to heaven and you and me are gonna be down here doing podcasts we- <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay if that's what's going to heaven i am perfectly fine staying down here and doing podcasts <laughs> So the world's pretty messed up, and I think we—I think the world's always been messed up as far as kids. You know, it's, it's interesting that we talked about social media our last episode, and you're learning—you know—older people are coming out about abuses they've endured. You know, back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and people are like, "Why come out now?" Well, because no one believed in them. You weren't allowed to speak then. You weren't allowed to talk. Women weren't—you know—meant to be seen, not heard in the kitchen. You know, you weren't allowed to have a bank account, hold a job. You know, you were property of your husband. Yeah, people forget that a women were only allowed to vote. It's only been about a hundred years, and uh, same for black people. And we actually have to thank black women who—they were really, really pounding the suffragette movement. Absolutely. So, and that's not taught in schools either. Uh, of course not. That's that's why educate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, up until like the late seventies, early eighties, women couldn't have their own bank accounts. It had to be co-signed by like your husband or your father. And same with credit cards and yep. debit cards didn't exist yet. But yeah, so how could women speak out? You know, I think. It's so weird how it tends to be, at least from what I've seen and read online and in my life experience, it tends to be the really super religious extremists that scream the most about child abuse. Yet, every time I see something about child abuse, it's always the religious extremists that are perpetuating the child abuse. So please explain that to me. It's like my own abusers and my past life were always the most extremist religious people who abused me, who were screaming about God and Jesus constantly, but were abusing me. So explain that to me. 
please somebody. So yeah, maybe there's still like the random person, but they're if you deep down into their psyche, it's always some kind of psychotic religion thing. Yeah, it's completely, and they're the ones that also uh, are behind the anti-abortion movement. Mm-hmm. It's it's like okay, great. Let's you and you have to think about that. Women. Why is that? Why is it behind the anti-abortion? Because they're they're cr- they want more victims created eventually. Like yeah, you well, start to delve you know, into it life... so much, like it starts to make you just stick to your stomach. Like why did they want more kids being born where the world can't afford them? You know, food and inflation is at an all-time high. You know, power outages in California. Like or the whole world's going to shit. Yeah, why keep bringing more life into it? why because and the poorer these... people are the more scared they are and the more religious and narrow-minded they are the easier they are to control exactly hence why donald trump got elected yeah. uh, and see the state of florida <laughs> once again totally uh dissing florida but if you'd like to send complaints Send them to the ccls dot ccls pod at gmail.com. You can do it. You can do it. I can do it. Damn it. I can, you can get do that it. address ready. We'll read but your you complaints to... on air. We will mock yeah. you, but you can we'll send them. Read your complaints on air. That'd be great. So I've never wanted kids. Even as a child, oh. I've never wanted kids. I had to raise my siblings when I... my dad left my mom and it just never occurred to me that I would, it, like, it never fulfilled me. I spent my entire childhood being a mother. I didn't give birth to him, but I certainly had to take care of him my entire life. And then as they got older and they had kids, I had to raise their kids. Like, and I'm yeah. like, all right, well, <laughs> when does this end? <laughs> when do I stop having to take care of everyone else's freaking problems? Like, I don't understand. I, I haven't figured that one out yet myself. Even um, now, my mother will message me once in a while on Facebook and be like, you need to contact your sister. You need to take care of your niece and nephew. My niece and nephew are like 15, 16 years old now. They don't give a shit. They've been brainwashed by my sister. We don't have any contact. She's off her rocker, like completely off her rocker. She's abusive. Her guy's abusive. I've helped out so many times. And the only time she cares is when I send money. And I'm not going to send money for them to do drugs anymore. So, no. <laughs> like, there's only, you know, you feel bad, but there's, some point in your life where you have to have boundaries for yourself yeah and you, you take care of yourself I've, i'm like i i've given up everything to the point where i'm a shell of the person i used to be and they still want more i'm like no i'm good i'm good i didn't have kids i didn't party i didn't do drugs i barely drink i worked my ass off to get where i am i'm sorry <laughs> like I, I don't know what to tell you like, I'm not responsible for your poor life choices. Right. And it just, I never wanted kids either. I knew from forever. I didn't like other kids when I was a kid. I hated being treated like a kid. Oh, me too. Especially. Yeah, I always hung out with older people, which was weird, but I didn't like kids my own age. Yeah, I was. It was like, on one hand, I was having to take care of my brother and my sister. And, well, my father got involved with this one particular woman, uh, not the one that ultimately ended up being my stepmother. But we'll call this one the evil almost stepmother. (laughs) When he got involved with her, all of a sudden, you know, I was supposed to just be dropped down into, like, kid position and she hated the the three of us and which kind of sucks because we were always nice to her and her kids she had two uh one was a year older than me and the other was like 10 or 11 but she was psychotic i mean one morning i woke up to her with an huge chef's knife at my throat oh no oh yeah there's a story to that but that's another time but you know all of a sudden I was like supposed to be treated like a kid when I had been this adult all the time and like 
few and far between I would get to go to the grocery store with her and that was like the only time I got to leave the house and I'd want you know her kids are throwing whatever that they want in the cart and I would want like a magazine that'd be what I would you know toss in the thing and she'd pull out and say well I don't have your father's permission to get you anything so I'm like I assure you he will not care about the three dollars for the magazine but nope it's like, uh, you know what? Thankfully, she was gone not long after that. I got blamed for it, but she was gone after that. Of course. I wonder if there's a correlation between uh, CPTSD, which is childhood post-traumatic stress disorder, childhood trauma, and a link between that and adults who choose to be child free. Oh, I bet it's huge. But I have to say to anyone who's listening who does fall under that category, good for you for breaking the cycle because your trauma did not shape you to be who you are. And I hate that. I hate when people say that, you know, that didn't kill you, made you stronger. No, you made yourself, you made yourself stronger. Okay. So anyone that's listening to that, who's getting triggered by the things we're talking about, I apologize, but. I want to say that you are the one that made yourself stronger. You're a warrior and you stopped the cycle. You're, you stopped the cycle with your uterus. You made that decision that your family trauma was not going to be repeated with you and good on you. Exactly. And that goes for men and for women. Absolutely. Who, who made that choice. I mean, there was no part of me that wanted any chance to screw up another kid. I mean, I don't, think I would have been a very I always joke I wouldn't be a good parent because I'd be too militant it's like yeah it shall be my way or the highway I think it's Gen X though because we were just abused so badly by our parents and just (laughs) beaten and it was just like the belt and the shoes and like you don't get to eat and like just and everyone thinks that's okay and like it's really not okay and a lot of people went through like us, a lot more abuse than what people consider abuse. Um, and I think our generation who went through that, who did have kids, said, we're going to parent the complete opposite way. We're going to have no rules. Oh, <laughs> you exactly. go from, there was no happy media. Went from like, like completely abused your whole childhood to your, you know, you're a post-traumatic, friggin' anxiety-ridden, depressed mess to I'm going to be my kid's best friend and now these kids are running amok. <laughs> so it's like... There was a story on CNN today, a kid, and I think this was in Florida, oddly enough, (laughs) his, um, on one hand, they're saying he is on the spectrum. So apparently this, the parents consider that part of this, but his teacher took away his Nintendo Switch in class. So he beat the crap out of her he he was like 15 16 you know somewhere somewhere in, in the teens and he beat the crap out of this woman for taking his game con- thing that he shouldn't have had in class anyway you know it's not like it was in his backpack yeah. or maybe it made you know he was like actively doodling with it when right he should have been paying attention to whatever it was she teaches. And people act surprised when it's like, well, okay, you know, maybe it's hard to say you let him take a blankety blank to school when they're a teenager. But on the other hand, you also have kids taking guns to school now. There was that uh, about a month ago, there was a six-year-old that took a gun to school. He ha- kept it in his back thing, and he shot his teacher. It's like, and his father had said, oh, you know, I left the gun on the nightstand, and they had never touched it before. It's right. like, that's, yeah, it's like, good job, dude. That's That's smart. Let's just leave a loaded nine millimeter 
it was a nine millimeter semi-automatic loaded just sitting on the end table uh it just i couldn't deal with that if it were my i was homeschooled which explains so much i'm sure and it's like on one hand i wouldn't want to make someone else have that experience but at yeah. the same time it's like dude do you send them to school and a take the risk they're gonna get shot up or b that they're gonna turn into some little monster yeah because you know homie couldn't play that i we had rules like when we went out the rule was we could look but we couldn't touch finger hands in pockets at all times and if you misbehaved you know you weren't leaving the house for the next year i mean you were in social purgatory (laughs) and it's like there was no testing that because we knew somebody did something once and my parents had this fucked up rule that if because there were three of us if one of us did something all of us got in trouble it's like how is that fair it's the same thing like at work when someone screws something up you get the blanket email screaming at everybody and I'm like have some balls pull aside the person that you know did wrong and discuss it directly with them because they're not going to listen to the email if they broke the rule in the first place You're just making the people that actually do good feel bad. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, if I'm the good employee and I'm getting punished for something I had zero to do with, this is not exactly making me want to work for you. Right. But, man, we have been around the world on this topic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but no I just I respect people who know that they don't want kids and they stay that way um or whatever reason financially or they just don't feel like it they are enjoying life they're traveling they're going all over the place they're doing their thing they're working they're career focused that's totally okay and to be shamed at that by that it's just ridiculous. It, On the same note, as I, as I hung out with people in my complex, I was doing little photo shoots for my neighbors. We were having discussions. And even with some of my girlfriends back in New Jersey, like, you know, she would go out with the kids and people were like, oh, where's the dad? And she's like, working? Like, I'm at the doctor's office. <laughs> like, what do you, he, he doesn't need to be with me. I'm a functioning adult, you know? Like, even women who do have kids and are raising them with or without fathers or partners or whatever, you know, constantly getting shamed, single fathers getting shamed. Where's the mother? Why doesn't they have mother? like it doesn't matter if you're single father or single mother or there's no together winning. if you're not there's no winning because someone always has to say something about it. So I'm saying this for the, you know, I know we're bashing kids a lot and our views of, you know, crazy kids who aren't controlled or parented correctly or have no manners. But, you know, I feel bad for the people who are legitimately doing their best and trying to raise their kids. And there's always some nasty woman. It's usually a woman who will randomly come up to you and will always just walk up to you randomly and start, you know, complaining about whatever, like your kids are just sitting there quiet, minding their own business. And someone has to say something to them. Like, what do you, like, who are you? Like, go mind your business. Like, especially when the kids aren't doing anything, they're not making a peep. They're, they're not doing anything wrong. They're just existing. (laughs) Someone has to say something to them. And that's happened to my girlfriends a lot. And I'm see, that bugs me. As much as I don't like kids, the thing that pisses me off probably the most in life is when kids get abused or mistreated. Absolutely. That, exactly. That will just send me into, like, Hulk GG mode. Oh, James knows if I were to see that happening, a child or an animal getting abused, and he gets a call oh, yeah. from jail saying, I've been arrested, he's going to say, kid or animal. Like, he knows. He 
he already knows if I went to jail for murder, tell me right now, they just have to say, was it for a kid or for an animal? Who was she defending? Chris used to tell me that I was lucky I was a girl and I'm small because if I was a guy and said and did the things I did, I'd get punched on a regular basis. <laughs> but I, I can't sit there and watch like the, you know, all right, now we call them the Karens. But I've been on the other side of the counter or the whatever. And I know that person, if they want their job, really can't say anything. And it's like, I just can't watch them get berated and yelled at for something they have zero control over. And I'll call out a Karen. And I'll defend the the counter person. If I've watched the thing and I know what's going on, it's like, no. You know, argue with, you know, I think they argue and pull the crap they do on people because they have such miserable little lives that the best they can do to make themselves feel good is to make somebody else feel miserable. Yeah, I'm sure. How do you feel about all the, I guess this kind of ties in social media and children about the quote unquote influencers or whatever, like constantly posting their children and families all over social media for views and likes, and especially little kids. Like, I don't, I feel like that they're going to try to go to college later on in life. And they're like, I don't know, your mom showed you doing this on social media. You can't. Like, that's yeah. out there forever. And they exactly. don't have any consent. They have no and consent about it. And you're, you're just blasting your children's lives for up until they're 16, and 17 years old all over social media. They have no control over it. And I just feel that... It, it's bad it's just because weird. companies like look it. at this now. Yeah. I, I mean, and like you said, you, you never know. If somebody asked me, like, well, when you were 14, you... Blah, 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 blah. it's like yeah but I'm 37 now yeah I even texted you before when I said you know when I gave out my you know Instagram page and stuff I'm like uh you know I'm really trying to launch my photography and what if people start going after me and like the crazies like they said in our last episode like they'll start they'll find out my home address and start harassing me like I don't think I'm ever gonna become well, that's that why big. we're never gonna talk about Scientology because <laughs> as much as I want to those people will dox you yeah and I, like it's I just think... it's crazy and i'm a grown-ass adult i can't imagine what it's like for kids like oh i saw what your mom posts on social media like the amount of bullying that goes on in schools the local yeah. high school uh, for me like five kids were just beating the absolute shit out of each other and they were all arrested like i don't like yeah there were fights in school but it never led to the point where people were getting killed and arrested and people were killing themselves afterwards because of the bullying because the bullying happened in school and then that was it. And you got to at least it sucked, but you got a break from it when you got home, unless they followed you home. But now it's just 24 seven. Cause every time the kid takes up their cell phone, the bullying is happening online. It's on Instagram. It's on Snapchat. It's on TikTok. It's on Facebook. There was a girl who just, again, between CNN and vice and news nation, I watch a buttload of news every day. Uh, there was a 14-year-old girl. She was, like, top of her class. She was in choir or something creative as well. And she did uh, other, like, side school projects. Was this a girl from New Jersey? Uh, it might be where she was bullied so much between online and in person she killed herself. Yeah. I think the, the one I was thinking of, this little girl um, in Jersey, someone that like a bunch of girls jumped her and beat the ever living shit out of her and then posted it and it started to go viral. And so she, she killed herself. Like, like, what the fuck? It's like, what is wrong with people and what is wrong in those kids' life that they thought that doing that was okay? Yeah. It, it's like, what are the parents doing or not doing? I mean, I know people say, well, you can't blame the parents. Like, well, sometimes you can blame the parents. Absolutely. Yeah. 
And um, I'm sorry, like, Gun Dude, I think he actually did end up doing a couple months in prison. Uh, but it's like, you should be fully responsible for your kid taking the gun to school and shooting the teacher. You're the idiot that left it out. It's, it's like, if my cat went and pooped on your car... I'm responsible for my cat poop, yeah. so I should clean it or pay to get your car cleaned or whatever. If, but, even I mean, if I went back in time serious. and my situation was different and I, for some strange reason, wanted to have kids, if I were able to retain the knowledge that I have now, knowing just how screwed up the world is, I can't imagine people who do want to have kids, how hard it is to raise them. I I, hear I, it, even for my my girlfriends down the street like like their kids like I look at them like what are they going through with school like how much trauma are they carrying with them or are they just numb and used to this kind of bullshittery that they have to live through every day with 24-7 social media bombarding them with just horrible things and kids just being just awful and parents just being awful like they don't give a shit like back in well you said you were homeschooled back in my day when I went to public school the teacher called my mom and said that I did something. My mom screamed at me and beat the shit out of me. You know, like now it's, and I have friends who are teachers. Now the teachers, the parents go to the school and scream and berate the teacher instead of who's getting saying, oh, paid, you know, less right than a to try to stuff. teach your kid. Like, and the kids just sitting there all smug. And I'm like, it's, comp- it's just fucking chaos. So I, I feel bad for kids who are here trying to grow up in this very strange world we have and I salute the parents who are trying their absolute best and I salute the single fathers who don't get much support in the society at all and the single mothers oh, who system. are still the struggling system too is totally against fathers absolutely yeah. absolutely um, and I support all the people who said you know what the buck stops here this uterus is out of service yeah, and um, we're not I further it out with a rusty fork if need be. <laughs> but that's been an hour. Holy moly. Wow, gosh, yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> Talking about horrible things that children have done and raking out my uterus with a rusty fork. I mean, we had and... crazy years. At least some point in the podcast. True. Well, I can tell you. Uh, a we last can't give our audience story. a horrific visual. Uh, <laughs> I'll give. What them... are we even here for? All right, one quick story. I have to pay. I'll, I'll give them one. <laughs> okay. So yes, I didn't go to to regular school, but I did have bullies when I was younger. There was one neighborhood we lived in that there were a bunch of kids around my age. I was six, and I. You have to understand, I'm a really short adult at six. If I cleared three feet, we were going somewhere. I, I am legally a little person. Um, I was going down the street to visit my friend Matt. We were going to play Atari. And he was getting beaten up by these like 12 year olds and he was like six or seven too and they were trying to put him in a a trash can and i should have run and got his mom is what i should have done what i actually did oh i hear him yeah what i actually did was i went like you stop beating them up. Why don't you pick on kids your own size? And and just got myself totally in there. And they started to hit me. So I started hitting back. And I ended up with a black eye. But he was able to get away and go get his mom. But, you know, little midget vigilante me <laughs> took a, a black eye to defend a kid who was about a foot bigger than me, even if he was only about the same age. But, yeah, I have always been pissed off by people who pick on those who are kids or younger, smaller, weaker, or less able than they are. So, yeah, 
keep that picture in your head. Six-year-old vigilante Gigi. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, this has been an hour. Once again, thank you for listening. Uh, to the people we may have pissed off, uh, to those who want to leave us comments, questions, episode suggestions, sponsoring, you can reach us at cclspod, P-O-D, dot See, almost got almost there. had it. Almost. <laughs> I almost had it. I don't know what the brain freeze is. CCLSpod at gmail.com. I did it. I did. We're going <laughs> to end there. I did it to all the Norwegians who love us. We love you back. <laughs> and we will see you all on our next episode. Bye. Bye.